Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Right, we move on, we move on, we move on. On a, on a much lighter note, so we're going to go from being, you know, these warriors in wanting to ensure that everyone has treatment, that everyone is looked after. We're now going to just shift inwards a little bit and, um, look at ourselves because we're going to be focusing on this ability to turn over a new leaf. You know, sometimes you're lying in bed at night and you've got all these wonderful ideas about, how you're going to study more or how you're going to change the way you eat or how you're going to function at work. You've got all these amazing ideas and then you wake up the next day and you're not as motivated or you start the day motivated, but by the end of the day, you're not as motivated. And so we're going to be looking at goals and is it important to set goals and and how do we do it and, and what's the point of it? So I have Kersha Singh, who's an occupational therapist practicing at NetCare Akiso Kenilworth to talk about, that's it, you know, changing the I should do something to I can do something because staying in that procrastinated kind of stuck state is is extremely painful. So Kersha, welcome and thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Nikki. Thank you so much for having me here. So, Kersha, you know, human beings, we're wired in a certain way. We want to avoid pain. We want to avoid things that are uncomfortable, certainly anything that's challenging or, and when I say challenging, threatening, I should rather say. And we are drawn to more comfort and, and safety. So that's kind of how we're wired. And yet very often, if we want to achieve in this world, if we want to become something, if we want to change things and do things, we often have to go out of our comfort zone, which isn't easy. So what do you have to say, Kersha, to people who seem very stuck in that, that comfort zone and, and know that they, they should be pushing themselves further? Sure. Thanks, Nikki. So I think, you know, and, and you're already saying it where we've got to start quite small, right? I think often we lie in bed and we think, you know, this year I'm going to take care of my health or I'm going to set yes. the boundaries at work or, you know, and we have all of these ideas, which, which is, you know, good intentions, right? That if I take care of my health, then, you know, I don't have to always be calling in sick um, or it's going to make a difference in my life, but we struggle to do this. And so often I say, you know, and research shows this is that in order for us to take our goals seriously and make changes, we need to actually write it down. Um, so they often say things like, you know, um, a goal that's just said and not written is just a wish. Um, and so probably, you know, the best advice I could give is if you're sitting here and if you're listening to this, if you have a piece of paper and a pen, take a moment to just really write down what is something that you want to achieve. Um, and when it comes to goals, it's not just, you know, what I should be doing more, it's what will I be doing more of. Um, so these goals need to be quite actionable. You know, there needs to be a verb in it. It's not just saying things like, you know, I want to improve my health, but how? You know, being very specific as to how are you going to go about um, improving your health. Um, and starting off small is what, what we aim and what we encourage people to start doing. I love what you said, Kersha. When you just say it, it's a wish. When you just say it, it's a wish. So write it down. Completely. So, you know, something we, uh, well, a helpful tool that we often use in therapy is something called the SMART principle. Um, and I don't know if I should go into that, Nikki. Yes, please, please, Kersha. All right. So something with the, the SMART In fact, you principle. know what, Kersha? 
We're yeah. going to take a quick break. After the break, let's let's chat about the smart principle. Hi FM, one hundred and one point nine megahertz of life. Oh, thanks so much for staying with us. This is the DL Link Show. And uh, I have Kersha Singh on the show today, who's an occupational therapist practicing at Netcare Akiso Kenilworth. And it's kind of, we've reached that stage, you know, mid-year when we, do we even remember the goals that we wrote down at the beginning of the year? Um, maybe some of you have able, been able to fulfill those goals and you're feeling amazing. And maybe there's some of you are thinking, oh my goodness, I, I gave up on those months ago. Well, Kersha is, um, you know, the first thing I think that was so val- valuable that Kersha said, first of all, have these actionable goals, but write them down because if you just say them, they're just simply a wish. And so, um, Kersha, you spoke about the SMART principle. Um, maybe you can just expand on that, please. So I think, you know, what she's speaking about now is how many of us started the year off with our goals and, you know, we've passed half the year already. So now it's a really good time to actually review those goals. Um, so I would, I would encourage you to, to maybe jot the smart principles down and, and give it a try. So we speak of goals uh, being very specific. So looking at the goal you've previously set or perhaps it's one you currently have and ask yourself, you know, what is my specific goal? So one that's quite common that I'm hearing quite often is people say, you know, I need to take it a better care of my health. Um, and I often ask, what does that mean? You know, is it your emotional health, your physical health? Um, what is it that you want to work on? And so what's really important is to be very specific. Um, you know, something quite simple where, where we start, you know, learning how to manage our stress is perhaps, you know, we say we want to improve our physical health. And we can start, instead of saying, you know, I'm going to be going to the gym every day of the week, we start small, you know, we start with, you know, some steps in in the day. Um, And so what's really important with goal setting is your end, which is measurable. It's really important as humans to have some way of measuring. How are we doing? You know, are we succeeding? Are we struggling? Um, And for something, for example, uh, regarding physical health, it could be, you know, tracking steps. Um, some people start using things like their watches to track it or their phones. Uh, but maybe at the end of each day, you know, taking a look at your health app and seeing, okay, now I've done 200 steps or 500 steps and using that as a guideline to keep you motivated, uh, to keep working towards this health goal. Um, the eighth part is, you know, asking yourself, is this goal achievable? You know, if you're someone that sits behind a desk all day um, and your goal now is to improve your physical health, you know, saying I'm going to run, you know, walk 10,000 steps daily might be quite an unrealistic goal at the beginning. Um, so looking at, you know, keeping it quite simple, maybe we start with the 500 steps or even 200 steps. So achievable, what's really helpful is to actually see how are you doing at the moment? And then asking yourself, you know, where do you want to be? And finding finding a middle balance. The A also speaks to actionable. Um, so often people say, you know, I'm just going to improve. I'm just going to walk a bit more. Um, but when making it actionable, it needs to be a verb. Um, so saying things like, you know, I will walk. Um, and walk being the doing word. And then being able to track that, uh, which is really, really important. Because... You know, often people set goals, but when you look at your goal, you actually, your brain needs to know exactly what needs to be done. Um, we need directives um, and we need to be giving ourselves directives so that we can achieve these goals. Mm-hmm. Um, the R speaks to realistic. How realistic is it? You know, if I'm sedentary and if I, you know, I'm just at, behind my desk and then driving home and just walking a couple of steps, is it realistic to get, you know, a thousand steps a day? Or do I need to add another activity? Maybe it looks like, 
parking my car away from, from my office and walking a little bit more. You know, maybe it looks like choosing to do the grocery shop um, after work so that I get more steps walking through checkers. But starting to look realistically, can I achieve it with what I'm doing now or do I need to add another action, another activity in order for me to start achieving this goal? Um, and lastly, it's time bound. So what's really important is to set a time frame. I often say, you know, starting off really small where, you know, saying in the next maybe six months, I want to walk 10,000 steps, but then bringing it much closer to say just for today, this is what I want to achieve. Um, and lastly, the time bound is about creating a time to evaluate. Now is a perfect time to evaluate uh, your yearly goals because it's time to reflect, to say, listen, I set the goal in Jan, I haven't been true to it or I'm really struggling with it. Um, and reviewing and seeing, you know, what's making it quite difficult. And that's when we start getting support to goal um, and seeing what can I do differently in order to still achieve this goal this year. Thank you, Kersha. And I'm just thinking about that. As you said, June is the perfect time, six months in. It's a good time to evaluate and reflect. And I think that this is possibly the hardest time. Um, you know, perhaps if you have been keeping on track, then you feel good about yourself, right? But if you haven't, then it's just a reminder that maybe you failed or perhaps you're not good enough or you're always going to be this, you know, lump or you're always going to be, I don't know, unsuccessful, whatever comes up for each individual person. So what, what comes to mind is, is would you, I mean, do you, do you advocate going to coaches and having people who can support this process for you? Because sometimes it can be really, really hard. Most definitely. I think, you know, it, as, and as you've spoken now around the fear of failure, which a lot of us sit with, and this is often why we don't write our goals down, we don't yeah. share our goals. So if you found that previously, or even if you're hearing me speak and you're thinking, oh, goodness, I don't want to reflect on my failures, then yes, I definitely do encourage you to reach out for support. Um, there's many people in our fields. Um, I work for uh, Hisoneke. Um, and we've got branches all over, all over the country, but just reaching out to your nearest psychologist or your occupational therapist who, who work very specifically with goal-driven tasks works really well. Or even just connecting, you know, with your GP or anyone. But I think what's really important is reach out for professional help. Regarding mental health, yes, professional help, but perhaps your goal is also a lifestyle goal, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're looking at, you know, connecting with a personal trainer um, if your health is really taking a dip and you really need to start improving it uh, to improve your quality of life. So I highly suggest definitely reach out for support. Um, and if that's difficult, there's also the option of support groups. So you'll see, you know, if, for example, if walking is something you want to work on, you know, is there an opportunity to join a walking group in your area? Is there an opportunity to join a gym? If there's, you know, if there's a more habitual stuff such as smoking or um, alcohol use or drug use, then again, seeking professional help. Mm-hmm. I think it's such a good idea. Um, joining the groups. I mean, it's, we, we, you know, there's so much power in that. Um, Kersha, the, the foundation for all of it is motivation. Um, and also I find that motivation comes and goes. There are days when you're highly motivated and there are days when you're not. And I, I suppose, and you know, you'll, you'll obviously respond that that's normal to have your highs and your lows. But I suppose when your motivation is persistently over a period of time low, that you're not motivated. Um, what, what, what do you say to that? I mean, for people who are struggling with commitment and, and, and maintaining motivation, what, what would you say? I think with motivation, what really helps is to try to connect with people. 
Um, and I know that can be quite difficult, but, you know, are you connecting with a friend? Um, and if you're really struggling to connect and get motivation through groups, then I highly do suggest reaching out for professional support. Our motivational levels can range depending on how stressed we are and how burnt out we are, um, and for some of us, how depressed we are. Um, so if we are dealing with an underlying mental health disorder or even illness or struggle, motivation does become a lot more difficult. What I would highly suggest is, you know, there's these happy hormones we get, such as serotonin and dopamine, and when we succeed in things, we feel a lot more confident to try again. Um, so even starting off small, I think my, my, my high suggestion is to try get some happy hormones going. And that's generally through getting some sunlight, getting some exercise, celebrating some wins and connecting. But if it is, again, difficult and if you're noticing that you're struggling by yourself, which is completely normal, then please do reach out for support. We are here to support you and help mm-hmm. motivate you until you're able to get your motivation up again. Yeah, it's, it's, it's getting to that point, um, Kersha, you know, when you really, when you, you, you don't want to, let's say it's exercise, you don't want to, or you don't feel you can. And yet when you do it and you push yourself, as you say, those hormones, those, the dopamine and how amazing you feel, um, it's, it's, it's such a fantastic support, but it's just getting there and it's getting started. And I think that for some people who are really struggling to reach out and have someone to help, is possibly the way to go. Kersha, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be back after the break. Please stay with us. Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Welcome back to the show, the DL Link show, where we connect you through insights, information, and illumination. Founded all the way back in 2010 by Michelle Goodman and Jackie Artsula. And it's an organization that provides this nurturing, safe space where patients who are faced with cancer and their families can turn to for support. And it's all type of support, but really this emotional support, being belonging to this family, knowing that you're being held, knowing that you're being supported. So thank you for tuning in and thank you for continually supporting the DR Link and the work that they do. We're talking about, you know, I love to ask the question, has your get up and go got up and gone? And I find that sometimes I feel great and then there are times I just don't feel so great. And sometimes it's just about riding the waves. But other times, you know, over extended periods of time when you're not feeling motivated, when you're not feeling that you're able to um, plan goals, these wonderful smart goals that Kersha was talking about being specific and measurable and achievable and realistic and adding a time frame, um, that sometimes reaching out, whether it's a support group, having friends or going to see professionals to help you because you, you shouldn't be struggling on your own because very often when you are able to share how you're feeling, you kind of halve that problem and the feeling as well. So Kersha, I, I, I want to talk about one more thing before I do say goodbye to you. And I think that that's something that, something that a lot of people struggle with and that's change. And certainly we look at the pre COVID and the post COVID. I think we've had to adapt and we've had to almost embrace a lot of change, but change seems to be happening and accelerating all the time. What do you say about change? I think realistically change is difficult. And we, you know, we've all experienced change. It's tiring, it's difficult, and it's really, really uncomfortable. Um, And so I think, again, staying motivated when change is necessary, it's appropriate to feel overwhelmed by it. 
change is also inevitable. <laughs> um, and so what's really important is, you know, if you're going through change or if you're sitting here and you're thinking you need to create change, I highly recommend, again, reaching out for support. And I think that's probably the most compassion you can show yourself um, because we often beat ourselves up. You know, there's change that needs to be done, um, you know, in order to improve our lives or because it has to be done, but we often put it off because it's so uncomfortable. And so I just want to normalize that change is uncomfortable, it is difficult, and it's completely okay to ask for help. Um, and if anything, often if you're struggling with it, asking for help is the most compassionate thing you can do for yourself because you're actually helping yourself succeed. So working with someone is, is highly recommended. So where can our listeners reach out for more information about NetCare, Kiso's mental health services? Great. So Kiso, we are an inpatient mental mental health facility. I think the, the easiest way is through our website. So it's www.akiso.co.za. And that's where you can access a whole bunch of healthcare professionals as well as our facilities. Um, it's a really good starting point. And if you're listening and if you're struggling uh, quite a lot, so if you, you know, you're listening to this and thinking, you know, I have no motivation at all, Perhaps it's more, you know, you're in a psychological crisis, which is possible. And then you can access our 24-hour-a-day emergency support, which is 0861-435-787. And there's registered counselors on the other side that will help provide you with immediate support and then referrals. Trisha, thank you so much. It's been so lovely having you on the show, and thanks for those amazing uh, tips that you've left us with. Um, I'm sure a lot of people are going to use them. We really do appreciate it. No problem. Thanks, Nikki. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Bye-bye. Kersha Singh, occupational therapist practicing at NetCare Akiso Kenilworth. We've given you lots of information today. Remember, you can catch the podcast from tomorrow on the Chai FM website. I've loved being with you, and I hope you have enjoyed your time with me. From me, Nikki Seberini, until next week, do take care and goodbye.